Episode number 10. Finally. But really it feels like 13 because this is our third attempt to record. Literally. <laughs> it's, it's taken a lot for us just to get this one episode out. I don't know what's going on. Maybe because Friday the haunted. 13th is coming up. We are haunted, I swear. I know. Oh. It's pretty well, bad. our technology is haunted because I swear I have all my settings right and I always sound like I'm far away and there's just one reason or the other we, that we don't sound right we just need to get some sponsors from Yeti microphones Links. I have a Yeti <laughs> yes, microphone please. so help the need I have a Wait, Yeti, Yeti makes microphones no girl it's different <laughs> oh I was like what the hell um I mean I have a Yeti so I'm good Cindy has I guess a better than okay microphone. Meanwhile, Nana got her goddamn. These are gamer Apple. microphones from Chris. No, those are headphones. Headsets. I'm sorry. She's she's moving her head left and right. These are gamer microphones. Technology. I'm like, oh, uh, wait. My bad. Microphone. Yeah, it's the one you recommended for us to buy. Yeah, so yeah wow. because the Amazon reviews were good, but I guess compared to my beautiful quality of my Yeti microphone, um, it sounds like trash. Well, maybe I need to buy your microphone so I can sound like you and so like sex talk on Ew. Friday at noon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> noon midnight. <laughs> I'm all fucked up today. Andrea, you always take it to like another that. level. Huh? Because I just sound so great. Hair flip. Anyway, where do she we? She is beauty. She is grace. <laughs> Miss <laughs> United States. I only know that song for Miss Congeniality. Anyway, uh, let's get back on topic. So, episode 10. Which is? Episode 10. Which is? Cindy. Hotel, motel, holiday sin. Booyah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one because of many reasons, but especially because um, I work in hotels and it's spooky, even without the ghosts. So let's talk about it. (laughs) So before I forget this, I one time, and it's not, it's not haunted. I know it's not, but I stayed at a hotel one time and at like freaking three in the morning, the phone starts going off. And I'm just like sitting there under my cover scared. I'm like, who's calling me at three in the morning in a hotel room? And then I hear like people like loud as shit through the halls. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm scared. Wait, you didn't answer? Fuck no, I didn't answer. Why didn't you answer? What if it was front desk letting you know there's a a fire? I think the fire alarms would have gone off. Maybe. Maybe they're calling you for another emergency. Stay in your room, there's a robber, like some crazy shit. I don't know, anything in Trevor. I only got one call, so. But it was, I don't know, it was scary. Anyway, okay. Who is going first with the research topic? Me. Nana. Okay, go ahead, Nana. Okay. So for this episode, my research topic is on the oh-so-famous standing tall on Royal Street in New Orleans since 1886 oh. is Hotel Monteleon. The owner is Antonio Monteleon. He purchased the landmark, and since 1886, five generations of Monteleones have dedicated themselves to making their hotel what it is now and still is a sparkling jewel in the heart of the French quarters. I love the French quarters. (laughs) I know, me too. It's popping there. So I love New Orleans. Oh, Uh, amazing. One of my favorite places. Mm -hmm. Haunted AF, Mm -hmm. uh, voodoo, uh, old stuff. Love it. Yes, and the food. Mm. And yeah, lots of drinks and foods. Yeah. Yes. So, in case all you booze don't know and sissies, this hotel is really known for the spinning carousel bar at their I've been lounge. there. I've been there. I know you've been there. And I've never pass been there. out. I throw up. No, I it's do this. so cool. 
Andrea, it doesn't it's, go it's, fast. It, oh, yeah, it's not there. your traditional. It's not your traditional carousel. It's actually I very, know, it's still- very slow. Like you don't even you don't even realize you're moving. But I see what you're saying. Andrea. I get it. Y'all know I get car sick real, real easy. So you'll it, be fine. It, it literally looks like a legit merry-go-round. Like it's it's gorgeous. Cute. The atmosphere is amazing. The food. Oh, I highly recommend it. Like this hotel bar is amazing. Oh, and the, the lobby of the hotel is just like so charming and and old timey. Oh, I love it. It's like my dream hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me too. So, with all this rich history comes expected haunts. Hotel Monteleon is known for being one of the um, premier haunted hotels in New Orleans. This haunted hotel in New Orleans had a restaurant door that opens almost every evening and then closes again, even though it's locked. An elevator that stops on the wrong floor, leading a curious couple down a hallway that grows chilly and reveals the ghostly images of children playing. The information can be found on the hotel's website, and it's quoted in March 2003. Sorry, in March 2003, the International Society of Paranormal Research spent several days at the hotel. While at the hotel, the team made contact with more than a dozen earthbound entities. Among them were several former employees, and a man named William Red Wildermere, who died inside the Hotel of Natural Causes. Another spirit that is reported is of a friendly toddler named Maurice Bimgir. Excuse me, guys, if I pronounce things terribly. I'm trying. <laughs> I think it's French. It's- Anyways, the boy died in the hotel, and his, his distraught parents returned frequently in hopes he might visit them. Maurice eventually appeared to his mother and comforted her. To, to this day, guests report seeing him near the room where he died. <clears throat> During the late 1800s, the wealthy Bagheer family stayed at the Hotel Montelion often. Jacques and his wife, Josephine, loved attending the French Opera House on Bourbon Street, but the lengthy operas were no place for their young son, Maurice. Entrusted in a nanny's care, Maurice, who was just a toddler at the time, developed a fever one evening while his parents were at the opera. Although he received care, it was not enough. Maurice had a conclusion and died in his room. The grief in his parents felt upon their return. Oh, sorry. The grief his parents felt upon their return is hard to comprehend. Josephine could not bear to leave her son behind. She and Jacques returned to the hotel year in and year out in hopes that the spare of Maurice might visit them. Eventually, though, he did. On the 14th floor, which is really the 13th floor, Maurice appeared to his mother near the room where he died. In a, stri- in a striped shirt, typical for children of that era, Maurice told his mother, Mommy, don't cry, I'm fine. The counter left Josephine in tears overjoyed at having a loving moment with her young departed son one guest actually encountered one guest actually encountered maurice in recent years it didn't take me long to realize that i had seen a ghost she said maurice's parents weren't the only ones who saw the boy to this day guests report seeing the ghost of a friendly toddler on the 14th floor the same floor that the international Society for Paranormal Research determined to be a hotbed of paranormal activities. Phyllis Paulsina, a regular guest at the hotel, provided details of her own encounter with Maurice. She quotes, I was just relaxing in bed one morning when I looked up to see a young boy, about three years old, walk by the foot of my bed. My husband had just left for a meeting, so I thought he may not have closed the door all the way. I immediately got up to see if the door was open to check if a parent may have followed him into the room. It didn't take me long to realize that I had seen a ghost. The hotel is over 100 years old, and with 600 guest rooms, the number of people coming and going is tremendously high. It would be even stranger if a hotel that old didn't have any ghosts still lingering around. According to the employees of the hotel, However, none of the ghosts who still inhabit the property are aggressive or angry. But is it really the 14th floor? In reality, the haunted 14th floor of the Hotel Monteleon is not really the 14th floor. Instead, it's actually the 13th floor. Though nowhere does it say 13th because the 13th floor does not actually exist. 
Strangely enough, for a period in history, hotel architects and other property were so superstitious that they decided that it was best not to have a 13th floor. The number 13 has always been linked with superstition and many building owners opted to avoid having a 13th floor to avoid any bad karma or omens that might be attributed to the number. Some owners did so in the hope that their hotel or business would flourish, while others decided against a 13th floor on the chance that their tenants on the floor or employees were themselves superstitious and would not visit or work for the company. Fun fact, Otis Elevators even released a survey claiming that approximately 85% of the buildings that contain their elevators do not have a 13th floor. Which, Cindy, do you, does your hotel have a 13th floor? Hotels don't have 13 floors because, um, yeah, of that superstition, so. Uh, goes, wait, you said Marriott hotels don't have? Most hotels. Oh, most of them, yeah. Mm. That's kind of funny. It's a real thing. And yeah. Otis, Otis is uh, my elevator uh, company. Oh, it's, is it? They made my elevator. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're cool. not my elevator company. They don't service it, but they, right, right, they right. made the elevators. Okay, back to my thing. Whether the 13th floor legend has been rooted in fact or fiction, it is obvious that someone in the Monteleon line either was personally superstitious or worried that the hotel's guests might be so and decided that creating a 14th floor instead was the better way to go about it. So also, what was so cool that I found was a trip advisor review of someone who stayed in the hotel. And um, it was reviewed April 24th, 2015. So I'm going to go ahead, guys, and just read um, this viewer's um, post. Okay. Okay. I am heading back to New Orleans on business early May. I stayed at Hotel Montelion two years ago. The hotel is unique and very comfortable. This is not your usual cookie-cutter hotel, so be prepared for lots of old-world charm. The bed was super comfortable and the furniture old-world quality. Now what I'm about to say is totally out of character as I am not a believer, but my second night of a three-night stay included an unwanted guest. I was woken by what felt like a great weight on my chest. I couldn't move as someone or something was holding me down. I struggled and can say with hand on my heart that I was awake and not affected by anything illegal. The thing fought back with me for what felt like minutes, but probably 10 seconds. In front of me was what I would say looked like the fog, but had no smell. The thing disappeared as quickly as it came. I got out of bed, turned the lights on, and nothing. The next morning, I spoke with the front desk clerk, who explained that this happens often, but no one is ever hurt. How cool is that? So when you check into this hotel like me, you might get someone sharing your room. For me, it was initially very frightening, but now I can't wait to go back. Great hotel, great service, and many more. She stayed on um, the month of May 2014. The fact so that, that is my research on Hotel Montelion. And guys, can I say... I can't fucking wait to go back to New Orleans, and I'm, we have I'm definitely to go. Yeah. Um, first of all, why was she? Why is she excited to go back and possibly experience that? I don't. I, I think don't it's because I think it's because like everyone in life is like the, the it's the unexpected. You know, like this would never happen to me, and then it happens. But it was very reassuring. I'm assuming for me, I'm assuming for her that the ghost didn't harm her. It was just fog. Yes, it was creepy, but like, I think with like how excellent the service was of the hotel and the unique charm and just like the culture itself. Like, I don't know. It's um, me. I, I no. feel like I'm defending her, but I'm, I, I'm assuming that's what it is. I would never go back to a place <laughs> where I got scared like that, haunted wise. Um, I think I could either, but that hotel i'm telling you it's so charming and beautiful it's like a luxury hotel well i bet that fucking charm probably brings the people in like come here come stay at this beautiful hotel and then it's like wah, fuck like ha you can't breathe for like 10 seconds no i ain't about it think so <laughs> people will like trip advisor or yelp or whatever anything like yeah. people are obsessed with writing yeah. reviews even on like ghosts in hotels. Yeah. 
crazy. They, she, st- she still probably like requested a discount. She was like, listen, <laughs> I couldn't breathe for five seconds last night. I can't with you. <laughs> I can't Do people actually night. ask for like like stupid discounts for like the stupidest reasons? Yeah. I major bet. major Karen's out in the world. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, they out there. No offense sure. to any lady or anyone there named Karen. Okay. Not everyone's me. No, my mother in law's name is I know. Karen. So I love her. She's fucking awesome. She's yeah, my she favorite is. favorite person. Mm-hmm. Love her. Um yeah, so let's get down the books because we need to do a sissy trip to Nolens. Yes. I'm down. Okay. Very good story, sissy. Very good. Thanks, sissy. So who's, so who's next on the line to tell their story? Andrea. Is it Campfire? Is it? Yeah. And- it's me. <laughs> it's you, sissy. It's okay, me, give it to me, sissy. Give okay. it to Y'all me. ready for this? No, no, yes. no, no, no. Okay. So, my campfire tale is titled Creepy Encounter at the Hotel I Worked At. Oh, okay. Yeah. This paranormal encounter took place at the hotel I worked at last year. This was posted 11 months ago, just so you guys know. Oh, man. Okay. I was 20 So, years- fairly recent. Yes. Okay. I was 20 years old working at a small mom and pop hotel in Ontario, California. I had worked there for some time before I started to stay there for a few months. The owner taught me everything that I needed to know so I could run his business while he went on a business trip to Africa. Mind you, I didn't have a car so my only option was to stay there and work around the clock if need be. I didn't have to pay for the room and I got to wash my clothes in the laundry room. There was a grocery store in walking distance and restaurants all around me where I could get food at a discounted price since I worked at the hotel. I thought this was a sweet deal. One night, my boyfriend came down to visit and while he was in the bathroom, I heard banging coming from the room next to ours. Then I heard scratching on my walls. I told him to stop playing and he didn't even know what I was talking about. The banging continued all night, so I called the front desk and told them the people next to me were loud and I had to be up at 6 to go down there to work. She was quiet for a while, then told me that she didn't rent out the hotel next to mine. Mind you, I had an end room. I quickly ran out to see if the curtains were opened or closed and they were open. I could see right into that room and nobody was in there. This was an outside hotel. I had never been so creeped out in all my life. Then I decided to sage the room to rid it of any bad spirits slash energy, and that worked for a while, until it didn't. The next time something demonic happened, I was asleep and kept hearing whispers in my sleep. I hate whispers with a passion, and they creep me out to the fullest. So I God, sat up and listen bed. to this. I'm I'm by myself in my house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That sucks. So I sat up in bed and I was looking around the dark room and in the corner of the room, I saw white glowing eyes staring at me. Oh, hell no. I felt frozen by its glare. Ew. I could see its body and saw that it was crouched down, holding its knees. Ew. Fuck, it's the crouching for me. It's the crouching. I can't. Definitely. Then, I bet you his knees are bony too. <laughs> Why y'all keep interrupting me? Shut up. And, our, and we're ashy. just not trying to hear the story. You're trying to delay it as much as possible. And ashy. Okay, so okay. <laughs> then I saw more shadows appearing closer and closer. I reached to turn on the lamp next to the bed, and it. it <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm trying to make it as creepy as possible. <laughs> I know. I was laughing at your intense. It sounds more like a s- midnight sex talk. I know. <laughs> okay, I creepy. Can't, I can't keep it. Just read it normally. The poor booze are probably like, shut up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I reached to turn on the lamp next to the bed and it didn't cut on. So my next thought was that I needed to run outside and get to safety. It took all the balls in the world for me to get up and run out. I was so scared I couldn't feel my legs. All I could feel was the cold wooden floor beneath me. 
I got to the door and flung it open only to see that the bedroom curtains were on the outside of my room's window. The sky was black and the clouds were dark, dark green with gray tints. I was mortified to realize that I was still asleep and I hadn't actually woken up. I looked back inside the hotel room and saw myself asleep in the bed. I screamed bloody murder and then that's when I jolted awake for real. I said a prayer and went back to sleep. The encounter that followed was worse. I went back to sleep and yet again I could hear things in my sleep. I was scared and couldn't move any part of my body. I started to pray in my head as loud as I could only to awake and feel my body slam on the bed as if I was levitating. I called my grandma the next day and she said that was a demonic attack. I got my car shortly after a few days later and never stayed in that hotel again. I was severely depressed at the time I was staying there and maybe those spirits were feeding off of me. I never stayed there again. She had like an out of body experience it sounds like. Mm -hmm. I think she did. That's what stress and a bunch of Karens will do to you. <laughs> I can't. Can you explain an out-of-body experience? Not for me, because obviously I know what that means. You know, it just might be some booze out there who don't know, a.k.a. me too. Dude, I don't even know. All what? I know is that some people, like, if they go to sleep, take a nap, whatever, be in a, a med meditative state. Meditate, is that a word? Yeah. Okay and be in a meditative state, they can have what's called an out-of-body experience where, like, their... I, I, I'm messing this up, but, like, basically, like, their spirit comes out of their actual physical form. Uh-huh. And they're yeah. able to view themselves. I used... I had those... I had, like, maybe two or three when I was young. I would want to say, like... What? Early when? middle school. Huh? Early middle school, late elementary school, something like that. I just remember, like... What? You never told us this. Well, yeah, because I forgot scene. about it because I was like, it was such a like no big deal thing in my head because it was like the one that I do remember was like the last time it happened. And like it had happened another time or two times before that I was just like, oh, whatever. I like. I do tell. Okay. It's not a lot. It's literally like all I remember is I was sleeping. Actually, I was taking a nap because I remember the daylight. And I just like. First, I see my body just kind of sleeping there, and then I can, like, feel my body turn and, like, float back, like, float float backwards into my physical body. Ooh. Oh, my God. And then I woke up, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> right after. <laughs> it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary at all. But You're probably, like, entering REM sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only time I got a good sleep. Um, what's that called? Like, uh, I forgot the name, but there's like people who, yeah, astro project too. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's people a, could practice that. Yeah. Ooh, no way, dude. I see. I know. I've seen movies where like people get stuck in that, in like out of their plane. body, in the astro plane. Yeah. Um, whatever. Well, that's I only know that because I used to watch Charmed. The original, Me too. better version. So I know yeah, that Prue would astro project herself. Oh, she did. That's right. And that was one of her later powers that came on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So well, when when the other times like that, you I don't know. It was I don't remember. That was the only one I remember because it was the last one that happened. But so how do you know the other times happened? I'm confused. Because I remember thinking. Like after that happened, like feeling it? I woke up and I was like, I wasn't scared. And I was like, oh, it happened again. Like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. Actually, I lied. Oh, my God. I lied. The last time I felt it was actually during chemo. Just going to say that. I was literally going to say, is this, ha does this have to do anything? So with that's why, no, because it was like one night I was sleeping and then. It made me remember the time that I was napping, which is why I remembered that one so well. So maybe it only happened like twice, but I was like, oh, whatever. You know how, um, like, Andrea loves sleep, like me, right? We love sleep. Yeah. But 
one thing that like mom and dad mentioned was they noticed like before you were diagnosed, like just how much you were sleeping. I know dad oh, says that wow. all the time, but that's because huh. I always, that's, it's literally because I would go to sleep super late and then wake up hella early for school. So that by the time I got back from school, I always want, I always took a nap because I was just tired. And you were at cheer practice too. I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I always, that's, I really don't think that has anything to do with it. I was, I'm just a sleeper. I can sleep. I don't take yeah. naps now because it freaks dad out. Like I literally can't fucking take naps. <laughs> no, I believe you because like I think he said something one time. He's like, I noticed that she's starting to sleep a lot again. And I'm like, she needs bitch, to I'm go just tired. <laughs> I'm like, she let her astro project. <laughs> that's her best REM sleep. Yeah. So that's why I try not to nap when I'm here. Because then he starts getting worried because he brought that up to me too. He's like, You've been napping a lot lately. Oh, I'm oh, scared. You should go check, get checked out. I'm like, I'm fine. You, you, you sneeze, and he's like, oh, I know. <laughs> he's like, oh my god. Uh, All righty, well, that's uh, that was awesome, story. sissy. Yeah, bye. that was a great one, actually. I got scared. Have you guys ever um heard of the Stanley Hotel in Colorado? Yes, yes. I almost did something on that, but it wasn't good enough. So <laughs> it's very. What do you mean it wasn't good enough? It wasn't like oh, like big. oh, the actual story that yeah, someone yeah, someone had like oh. a little experience there, but it was like very minor. I was like, nah, this ain't worth it's it. It's another very charming hotel, and it's just old, beautiful, yes. and apparently very haunted. I went there, and I did the ghost tour, but I didn't experience anything. But it was fun. It's also where um, Dumb and Dumber was filmed. Oh, was filmed. Mm-hmm. that's cool. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then uh, that's the same hotel that The Shining was oh, hell based out no. of. Oh, <laughs> shit. We have to do an episode of this hotel because there's like so much yeah. background to it. I thought we were going to say we have to stay there. No, I'm good. No, yeah. we definitely have to stay there oh. as well. We should just do a haunted hotel tour. You know we what? Should. If we ever actually stay at these haunted hotels, we, we are going to be recording the entire thing. We have to We're have make good our equipment. Own. We're going to make our own. <laughs> Instead of Haunted Brothers, what is it? The Haunted Brothers Ghost TV Brothers. Show? Ghost Brothers. Ghost. It'll be Haunted Advanas. Oh, we or should TV record new. while there. We That's, should do a recording while there. We don't even we don't even have really? YouTube. Oh, you did? Oh. Girl. <laughs> Sorry, Andrea. I don't I'm gonna be surprised if Sydney didn't know how to access YouTube. Are you kidding me? Shut up. <laughs> I know how to do uh, YouTube. So another one that I want to um check out is in Long Beach, California. It's called the Queen Mary. RMS Queen Ooh, Mary. So yeah. it's like oh, a, it's a ship. Ship. Yeah. But it's also a hotel. <laughs> Yeah. Let's do it. I saw that. It's cute. In California, I was able to go to Hotel Coronado in San Diego, which is also haunted AF and also very charming and large and Victorian era-ish. Did you see the story of the Bellman that I posted? Like, like I posted it on my stories and on Instagram of the Bellman yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, he was super remember. old with like the typical um Bellman Bell outfit. Oh, yeah, oh, like cute. the whole outfit. And he was like, you know, in the ele- I'm sorry, he was an elevator, not the Bellman. I'm sorry, he was literally a- an elevator attendant, like they had back then. That's but he had, like, a little bell hat or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was just like going up. I was like, <laughs> oh, question. Oopsie. He was about to stay here forever. Shit. Did they have a 13th floor? <laughs> Probably not, so especially that, was them. Was Otis elevator? <laughs> it was probably Otis. It was probably Otis. It should look like the Titanic elevator. I'm going to have to go back in my Victorian. stories. Yeah. Those that's what I'm saying. It was a Victorian. Oh Those stories are dangerous. I know. They scare me. Um, it was also featured on Celebrity Ghost Story. I don't know, remember the celebrity, but he said um, basically there was like a female ghost who apparently was supposed to get married there and then like something tragic happened. I don't remember the story, but he was haunted by a female ghost there. Oh, wow. So it was also on the show. Um, 
Where else? I just feel like we can just go to any hotel in the UK and experience. <laughs> any hotel in Ireland. Paranormal. Yes, because it's so old. I feel like that with like, like Connecticut or Massachusetts. Connecticut, you know, like, Connecticut, 100%. Yeah, it's like every every fucking square footage, there's like something. Just not like funny. branded hotels, like, ooh. You know, yeah, not something. like, like yeah, not, legit yeah. hotels, like. Yeah. The old like independent mom pods, or <laughs> you go the to the other side of the spectrum and motels like the oh yeah bait hotels or whatever those like type of places are usually haunted as well because of all the Cecil negative energy. Hotel. Cecil, Fuck that Cecil, oh, I can't. <laughs> wait. I was um, gonna do it on that mine, but I was like, nah. I, know. I mean, it's on Netflix. There's a whole documentary. Yeah. Didn't. Honestly, I'm so glad you didn't because Everyone's in my it. opinion, it's okay. <sighs> that lady had mental issues and that's how she ended up in the water tank. Okay. It's right. But not because of paranormal activity. Oh, Although no, I do believe that there must be some sort of paranormal activity there because of all the negative energy from all like Agreed. the, from all like Stuff. the murders yeah. and fighting and drug. Yeah. Use drug use, overdose, prostitution, yeah. like all of that yeah. mixed together definitely contributes to. Yep. It's that negative energy. Mm-hmm. It's flowing there. It's going to contribute a lot, you know? And that's why people are like, oh, it's so negative in here. It's so, ugh. It's like, and it affects you. Like, yeah. It happens. That general manager on the show, like, she upset me a couple of times. <laughs> like, she was just like nonchalant about things. I will say, yeah, I will agree with you on that. Like, she was. I'm like, how did you last, like, seven years? No, yeah, nothing against her. I'm pretty sure it was ten. Huh? I'm pretty sure it was ten years. Something crazy. Because I was like, ten, seven, eighteen, it does not matter. I would even last seven days. Like, first of all, no, like, good general manager would ever accept that position there. Like, no. Everyone knows. What is it called? Uh... Row, what's it called? The row. Death row. No. Well, <laughs> the strip that's on. Oh, it's um, it's known for having like the homeless there. It's like yeah, um, yeah. But what's that? Skid what's row? it called? I, I forgot. What is it? Skid you row. Know? Skid row. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. What's the yeah? Thing? No, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Like no, uh-huh. but she was, and she didn't even work in hotels before she got that position. I don't know. I th- I just find it all super weird. Um, but remember, Tristan. Yeah. Remember when he uh, showed us the view from his apartment? So Tristan from episode three, uh, while we were recording, we just, I don't think we put it on the podcast, but he, you know, showed us his view from his apartment. Cecil Hotel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, um, his TikTok, he has a lot of TikTok videos and you see, I don't want to spoil his TikToks because you guys should really check it out. But yeah. um, he does go and visit a certain hotel. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So you guys can go follow him on TikTok at Paranormal Pioneers uh, and see what he discovers while he's there. Okay. You know Bye. how, Gabriella, you mentioned that in your hotel, there are like a lot of past employees ghosts? Yeah. That's fucking terrible. Can you I imagine know. dying and, and like being in stuck at work? I would hate that. You're on in the clock 24 7. That's like, damn, I thought Can't I Can't get a goddamn break. <laughs> I would choke out every Karen there Hon- was. Honestly. And <laughs> <laughs> the, the faucet on. It. Oh my God. I would, I would be a great ghost, guys. <laughs> oh. I would be a ghost. You would. You would be spooky as shit. You know. I would be a ghost with like my hunchback. I would. But- and are like you, crawl to you guys <laughs> are you a ghost sitting in the corner of the room with white glowing eyes holding your knees well crouch i'm already down. bony so i might as well crouch down and crawl to you guys and ew. Ew. ew i can definitely see that <laughs> yeah you can just right. put, put your foot in the air and that's <laughs> <laughs> like shit why can't i bring my feet in this <laughs> uh, i can't maybe right. i should stage my hotel Oh, yeah, actually. Vinny. What? <laughs> what? 
What? What's your, your personal turn. story that you have to share? Oh, sorry. I this happened last time. You forgot. <laughs> I was daydreaming <laughs> about staging my hotel to get rid of any of <laughs> negative you energy. You should. Honestly, you should. Yeah. At least some crystals outside in, in the window cellar. Ugh. All right. So I am doing the personal tale portion because I'm going to share some personal encounters that I had working at hotels. So, so you booze know I am currently a general manager of a hotel. And although my current hotel has zero deaths, knock on wood, I don't want any liability on my hands. Um, I have worked at other properties that experience untimely deaths and one particular property, we had an individual overdose in room 311 and the housekeeper assigned to that room found him the next morning. Oh my God. Yeah. And ever since the death, we experienced issues with room 311. Guests would check in and as they were swiping their key card to enter the room, the manual lock on the door would prevent the door from completely opening. So the manual lock can only be locked from inside the room. In addition, the maintenance department would have constantly, you know, complaints about light bulbs in the room going out, like, after, like, a couple hours, guys. Yeah. And then HVAC system would never keep the room at a comfortable temperature. And then, like, the saddest part about this situation is uh, the housekeeper that found the deceased guest had to go on extended leave. And she sought professional help after she once saw the deceased guest standing in her kitchen. Oh, my God. (gasps) Oh, no. No, Oh, I feel so bad. I know. No one should have to go through that. She was just doing her job. and Yeah. And then, like, so when you would go on the third floor, it was just like, oh, like, it was always dark. It was always dark. And, like, when you come out the elevator, the room was, like, on the right. Mm -hmm. And, like, I would go, I would walk the the hallways. I would walk the hallways and, like, the lights would be flickering. (gasps) And it's, like... You know, like temperatures not freezing, but it's like uncomfortable. Yeah. And then like it's just dark. And then like as I go up the stairs to the next floor, it's like bright and like regular. Oh my like God. that. That is like my own personal experience um, with that it's situation. Ha- it's haunted. It's haunted. <laughs> oh yeah. Haunted. Oh my God. Oh, you know. Um, I forgot to mention another hotel that we should stay at is the Liberty Hotel in Boston. Oh, yes. So it's a Marriott hotel and I stayed there the night before I saw two girls, one ghost live. Um, And what's really cool. So it was a jail cell. Like it was a prison basically. The hotel? Yes. And the jail cells are now the hotel rooms. It's so Get the cool. Get out of here. It's so cool. I didn't experience That's anything. Awesome. I mean, like, we were, like, Chris and I were, like, drunk by the time we got back to the hotel. <laughs> um, so, you know, we didn't really experience anything because we were just out in Boston. Um, but uh, the general manager of that hotel brought in monks to, like, and what? did, like, a massive cleansing. I, oh, I fuck with that. I really appreciate that. They're, right. like... Uh, you know what? I'm bringing the big guys here. You know, I love clean it. Clean this shit. I love it. <laughs> right. Um, and then locally, uh, another Marriott property is um, the Mayflower in DC. That one's known for oh, to yes. be haunted. Yes. Oh, Ooh, we should visit. So the Mayflower has the best bar, the lobby bar, and it, I had the best old fashioned I've ever had in my life there. It's called like the Grand Old Fashioned. Mm. So we should definitely check that out as well. Yeah. Add it to the yeah. list. Okay, so I'm going to go into the scariest part um, that I experienced. And it starts when, unfortunately, our great aunt, our grandfather's sister, uh, she passed away. We call her Tata. She passed away back in 2017. And we went to Nicaragua. For her funeral, it was Gabriela, my mom, and I, 
and a bunch of family members from Miami, Florida. And so after her funeral, we, um, my, oh, Gabriela, my mother and I went to stay at Granada, Nicaragua, which is a historical town where we're from. And it's super cute. It has like colonial era buildings and it's all old, you know, much, much like our style that Gabriel and I like. So one morning I was woken up because I felt some sort of sensation on my left breast and like heavy weight on me. So when I opened my eyes, I saw a bald, dark head kind of looking down and then he looked up. And right then I was able to see his ugly, dark, veiny face and sharp teeth. Oh, God. Disgusting. So he was like, mess Ugh. That's so a demonic face. Um, so just a, a discretion to our listeners. It's, uh, it's um, a little uh, heavy, what I'm about to describe. Um, but... So he was massaging my left breast and like this wave of nausea and fear that I never experienced in my life came over me. But like I had, I just wanted to like vomit. So I could not move or look away. My heart felt like it was, you know, going to come out of my chest. And I began sweating like under my armpits because of like how scared I was. Um, I couldn't scream and he, looked up at me right and we locked eyes and he smiled so at that point i tried to say jesus christ because as i explained before you know i heard from somewhere if you say jesus christ three times in an evil presence like that evil presence should leave or its energy is depleted right so I tried to say Jesus Christ, but I couldn't. I couldn't open my mouth, even though I can hear and feel my vocal cords, right? I closed my my eyes and prayed to God very quickly. And when I opened my eyes to try again, I was able to say Jesus Christ, but like it was like J -J Jesus Christ. Um, and it was very similar to, remember when I told you I had that dream after watching the Annabelle right. series? Yeah. That exact feeling that I had in that moment when this entity was on top of me, um, molesting me, the that's the exact same feeling I had in that dream when I saw the entity in the mirror. Okay, that's and then my horrible. my face, my face turning into it. So, um, after I was able to say Jesus Christ three times, he disappeared. And then I turned to Gabriella, who was laying next to me, and screamed, which kind of woke her up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so very like calmly, I told mom about it, and she's like, "Ni quiera dios." I mean, yeah. Reading. <laughs> so like, I did like a quick prayer, um, and we like checked out like shortly after. So nothing like that has happened since I mean again the closest thing was that that dream after watching the Annabelle series um, but for some reason like obviously it's a what's it called a uh, sleep paralysis I know that you know that's what happened uh -huh. and so but at the same time I think my theory is that not i don't think it has anything to do with my faith being weakened or anything i think that being back in like the motherland even though you know i, w I was born in miami florida raised in you know the united states something about like being back in my motherland um and like being in a city like granada nicaragua yeah. that's old and charming but you know has its history um something attached to me at that at that moment and i think i was also you know sad you know with that does yeah. passing it was just like i was in a weak state you know right so that i think that's how it happened but i'm again once again i've said in the past i'm very 
uh, comfortable with my face. And I think that above all, like, um, good prevails over, mm -hmm, over evil. So, um, even though I'm like by myself tonight, I'm like, Ooh, like, I know, like, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to pray and put some holy water on myself. And, right. And you'll be fine. Yeah. And I'll be fine. And I'll have my puff and my Lola and be okay. Sorry, Sissy. This happened to you. Oh, oh thank you. Uh, yeah, it was when I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I, you've heard this story before, but, like, I forgot the, the detail where it smiled at me. I it was would. terrifying. And then, like, uh, like that. I, like, I don't want to. I don't know. Let's see. That yeah. whole, like, massaging my. Uh, oh, my God. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, it was spooky. Mm -hmm. No, it was more than spooky. It was. I know, but I'm saying, terrifying. like, that's something traumatizing. Like, yeah. the spooky, traumatizing. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't like watch uh, a haunting or any of that for like a little while after that because I was like, right. "Oh fuck!" I was this, like, either. "Is this my fault? Like, is it? Was I bringing this into my life?" Don't tell um, Mom that. Well, no. I mean, so. she was there. Gabriella, do you remember anything? I remember your. I do remember. I feel like you were trying. I remember you telling me the morning you were trying to wake me up. I was. I like. Yeah. I. I, I Sorry, I just got a virus and threat protection <laughs> pop up <laughs> on my laptop, and I was like, "What?" It's super loud. Um, I I did like, so I couldn't move, right? And I, I, I we were like locked eyes, like, "Ugh, oh my god, I can't even." Ugh, I feel so. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm not gonna talk about this for a long time after this, because uh, I don't. Want, mm. Yes, we know. Um, okay. but like, I feel as if I did try to either like move my hand, or actually, it was I was able to like move my head towards Gabriella. I don't remember. Um, but I did try to get her attention. I'm like, wait, <laughs> uh, wake up. Right. Mm -hmm. Horses. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and then like, I was like, Sissy. <laughs> I was like, oh, you wouldn't believe what just happened to that's me. It's so sad because I like literally was just like right next to you. And that's what happens, dude. Like, well, I mean, we've we've watched so much haunting that we know that it's always when the couple's sleeping in bed or two people sleeping in bed, even more than two, just two people sleeping in bed. One of them can never ever reach out and grab the other one that's just right there. I know the actual hotel that we stayed at too. It's like the owners are like from Italy. Um, they're a really nice couple, but it's it's old. It's from like eighteen hundreds. Oh damn. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's beautiful i had like nice fountain it was um, gorgeous mm -hmm. nice little I have, pool was i nice. have videos and photos i, I could post on our page because guys it was gorgeous oh i loved it again i love family-owned hotels mm -hmm. yeah again i'm so sorry sissy oh thanks sissy yeah it's okay um very good stories though besides the boob part yeah, the boob part. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I like, it, like, it like takes it to another level. That's, oh my god, like, disgusting! Yeah. You know what? It was disgusting too. Like I was wearing a like one of the Nicaraguense Mumus dresses, and it was just like, oh, oh my god, it was so terrible. I was like, gross. This felt disgusting. Um, yeah. But anyway, it was a creepazoid. Yeah, it was like yeah. uh, I, they have a name. Those things. That yeah, are like I, yeah. sexual predators. I, I I think the female version is like. Uh, I forgot. Don't even say it. Yeah, don't we're even, just gonna move on. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, guys, good. this episode was awesome. Yeah. I mean, actually, I, really... I generally this is probably my favorite episode. Not gonna lie. I I, I feel like I can talk much. about hotels like all day and night. Like again, yeah. even you live, what? breathe, and eat hotels. <laughs> <laughs> even without the goats, hotels can be. That's nah. Yeah. Oh, we need yeah. to mention how our new layout for our show is going to be moving forward. Yeah. Do you want to explain it, Andrea? Yeah, got you. So moving forward, we are going to do every other episode the same as right now. So we'll do the research topic, the campfire tale, and a personal story. But the other episodes in between those will be just campfire stories. Yes. 
person. So my favorite portion of our show is the Campfire Tales. Me too. Team. And I don't want to have, you know, just one Campfire Tale. I do enjoy the Campfire Tales because I also like to chat about Spokey. <laughs> I know. Okay. I like finding like the scariest okay. ones out there. Yeah. And, there's and so sharing many. it. But I know. There's more, so much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more traditional ex- too. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So for example, the next episode, this is episode 10. So episode 11 will be straight up just campfire tales. We're not going to spoil what the theme is because we don't know it, but. No, we're not going to have a theme. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. No themes to me. Yeah. Surprise. surprise. Just straight up campfire tales. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm down for it. Still need you guys to send us your personal tales. Yes. We love Please them. Do. Yep. We need Email them. it to us. DM it to us on our Instagram. Follow us at Hunted and Manas Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, our Gmail is Haunted and Manas Podcast at gmail.com. Email us anything, even if you want to say hi. We'll say hi back. So. Show some love. We love yeah. the love. We'll give love back. Yeah. Everyone about us. Tell your kids, tell your wife. Because we're scaring everybody out here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Word of mouth is so important. Yes. Just share us, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts too. Uh, we accept five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> but we would also like to get a review. We love reading you guys' reviews. Everything's been great. Oh so thank yeah. Thank you guys so it's, it's, so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, like, great. Especially when we get a new one. I was like, Ooh! Right, right. It puts such a big smile on my face. I love it. Um, sorry. Um, but I we had to like stop advertising to like rate and review us because <laughs> I one time like the only like negative star that we have, it's someone that we know because one of us posted on like our story, like, oh, rate and review us click here and it was like immediately after we like yep. shared it so some hater <laughs> gave once. us a one star hey, whatever. whatever it just shows you're taking your own time thinking that about us and doing right. shit they like really that read, wow how you much of life do you have you, you have to take time out of your day to fucking exactly <laughs> they're just hating because they ain't us that's it um they hating because they ain't us whatchamacallit i forgot what i was gonna say whatever Oh, that means that we have uh, we have fans. Yeah, because they took their time to give us that star. We have one fan because we have one <laughs> negative star. No, no, no. We have one fan, and then everybody else are booze. Yeah. Duh. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So anyone that like tries to uh, throw shade at us is a fan. Yeah. No, no you're just a fan. Oh, a little follower fan or being a fan because our booze are legit. Yes, exactly. faithful, loyal, the best. Uh-huh. Booze to the end. Okay, thank you guys right. so much for listening. Thank you guys. We appreciate you for joining tuning us. in. Yes, and then we will see you at the next episode full of campfire tales. Yes. Bye, booze. Adios. Y bye, y bye adios. adios. adios.